TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce here with you for episode 409 and I could not do it if it wasn't for my brother from another mother. I have missed him so much. He's been growing pectoral muscles. He's been ripping groin muscles. He's been slashing, ripping muscles off the bone. It's been an intense summer break for Damien John Christoph. DJK, welcome to 100 Not Out. MDP, so great to be back and so great to be refreshed. 2021, it's going to be different in 2020. I can't wait. So different you decided to just tear a few muscles uh, during your rest time, hey? Well, mate, yeah. It was. I uh, I had a little rest I'll share with everybody. I went down to uh, Phillip Island. Um, as we know, we discussed this. Um, and we spoke about the traffic being horrendous crossing the bridge. Um, which it actually wasn't, by the way. It was actually really easy. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's what happens when you predict stuff. Sometimes you get things wrong. But um, it, it was beautiful, except the weather. Summer started today, and I think it might end today in Melbourne. Um, and <laughs> we didn't really get good weather in, uh, down there. But what I loved was just the ability to break away, like just to get out of the normal. Um, but it also got me thinking about what it is that we've got to do to stay well, because I went surfing PC. Tell the story. I'm not a good surfer. That's where I'll begin the story. Uh, I'm no kale broccoli, I have to tell you. I uh, I got my 70-litre board and I headed out to the um, – 70 litres is a lot, but I worked out based on a formula that Kale Brock put up on Instagram or something about the size of the board that I would need um, based on the amount of weight that I carry versus what foam can hold. And so it works out to be 70 litres. Apparently, that's heaps, right? And Ravi reckons that's too much. Muzza reckons it's too much. Kale just laughs. So anyway, I got my 70 litre board, headed out to Smith's Beach, paddled out, uh, jumped up, fell down, uh, got up again, uh, just like the song by Chumbawamba. And I had a great time. Like, I really, really enjoyed it. Got up and down and surfed a lot, but had sore muscles, really sore muscles. And I, I'm a, I pride myself on being reasonably fit and reasonably strong and and that and i tell the story about how i used to be such a great swimmer when i was at high school um but high school was you know 20 20 odd years ago well more than that 30 years ago for me mate (laughs) 30 years ago i was the high school swimming captain so there's a few skills lost there um but i was sore so i thought well i've got to do better than that and hence the reason why you and i had a discussion and we initiated a challenge, which I must say has been adopted by a large number of people. And beyond that, um, it's now been um, adopted as a name. So it's the – I heard today listening to a podcast, it's the 100 not out before the dip 60 push-up challenge. Gee whiz. They, those boys – Taking it and run with it. How about that? Well, let's provide a bit of context here because uh, you, after the end of last year, and, and the theme of today's episode is really around 
Um, you don't have to train for a marathon. You see, you can if you want to. You don't have to train yeah. for a triathlon. You can if you want to. Uh, yes. And you don't have to train to enter the Chris, Fo- the Chris, Fo- the CrossFit Games. You can <laughs> if you want to. But yes. uh, Damo decided last year, and he said it after a recording. Just I can't remember if it was in our Facebook Live uh, at one hundred not out on Facebook. If you're not there already, uh, that he was going to do sixty push-ups a day. And I said that's fantastic. I've been doing. Sets of 30, I'd love to do that as well. And we, we both decided to get some friends on board and we just created a little Facebook group and, uh, and we check in, uh, with 10 or 12 others, um, to, to do it. And I think it, it, we've all loved it just for that, that accountability. Um, yep. none of us are really massive on, on, Facebook or social media, so I still I don't you know I'm not pinging every time those messages come through. I, I check in at the end of the day and see the chat that's been had because you know it's, it's it'd be going off. But the the thing is is that we've got this great level of accountability where um people are checking in every day, little video here or there of the push ups and the rest, and it's a really good message um, for everyone listening this year. Is what is what is your goal for movement? Is it is it what are you doing to water the garden of your body every day? Now, watering the garden is one of those wonderful things that is just a small habit done regularly. Um, you know, again, you can run 10Ks every day if you want to, but there are other people listening or watching to this going, you know what, if I actually just did 20 squats a day, that is, you know, 7,000 squats for the year. That would be a really, really good improvement on my current movement levels and we look in Ikaria and see the way they move and, you know, unconsciously they are moving, um, you know, five kilometres a day up and down hills, going down to get the groceries, going for a walk to visit friends and family, um, going to pick some, you know, food out of the garden, whatever it is. Um, but for us, I think it's so important that we just have a, have a, have a goal that feels easy to win, hard to lose and is a really good, um, way to boost our self-esteem around our movement mm-hmm. that's so true it's so true now there's people that will think oh that's all a little, little bit simplistic but it's the maths that got me Piercy. when you did the maths about how many uh, push-ups as a group we might do or push-ups as individuals we might do and obviously you know the the challenge is to do 60 push-ups a day it's not to get to 60 push-ups per day it's to do 60 push-ups per day um, and so you can do that in two sets of 30 or three sets of 20 um, but the goal is to really challenge your body and, um, and 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 to get it there and you might think that that's not that significant but in a short space of time and you know at this point in time the 20th of January 2021 as we record this and we're live on Facebook we've been doing this for just under 30 days and so we've we've been um, you know working pretty hard but I'm noticing changes PC that's uh, significant and I'm noticing it uh, not only from a, um, a strength perspective and a physique perspective, but I'm noticing from an energy perspective, I'm noticing it from a, uh, you know, from a, uh, a well-being perspective. I, I feel motivated to do it mm, every single day. That's uh, it. That's and I it. think that the accountability piece um, in the messenger chat that we've got really, really helps that. Not that I'm feeling at this point in time that I want to slack off, um, but there will, I'm sure there'll become a there'll come a time where I go oh, I've had enough of this I can't really be bothered. But that accountability piece where we've got all those other people that are in that little chat, you know, saying sixty done, thirty done, little tick, green tick, um, and then even you know you get uh, buffheads like Ravi Rudner and who's uh, watching you. 
watching. Well, I'll say it again. Buffheads like Ravi Radner <laughs> who think that I'm in the shape of a tippy cup, um, you know, doing this here and, and trying to get to 60 and then doing more and doing 80 and then doing 100 and I'm going, hang on a second, just do what it says so yeah. that we don't freak other people out. And I think it's really important that if we set the intention of the challenge, we set the intention of what the movement is, that that's what we say that we've ticked off. Because there'll be other people within the challenge that find 60 push-ups really difficult. And there's other people within the challenge who find 60 push-ups is pretty easy because it's just their warm-up, like Marcus Yeo, for example. <laughs> uh, but what I think is really important for us is to make sure that we do what the challenge sets out for us to achieve, and that is 60 push-ups every single day. I'd love so people listening to this go, well, what's the equivalent for you and... 60 push-ups. So for us, uh, look, Damo is a little bit stronger than I am, about I reckon 20% stronger than I am. So, uh, But that is good. He's not 200% stronger than I am. Um, and I say that with love because you don't want to set yourself a challenge and then do it with a friend that's 50 times better than you are at it. So we've got a small group. Um, there's 10 or 12 in there. I don't think you necessarily, unless, you know, some people may differ here. You don't want to do this in a group of 200 because you actually feel almost this personal connection to people in the mm. group. And, and some of them you don't know, some of them you do know. But for everyone that is listening, what are you doing and what accountability do you have for your movement this year? And is it is it doing a 1K walk? Is it doing a 1K jog? Is it doing a couple of push-ups? Is it doing some squats? So whatever it is, but the simplicity is the power is in the simplicity. Yeah, hundred you know, percent. If it was uh, sixty push-ups, a five k run, and a two k swim, you know, every day, like it's too complicated. Too many yeah. factors can influence it. Like honestly, there are no excuses in our group for sixty push-ups a day. We've already got an injury kind of. Um, you know, measure which can just be to do some isometric holds, which is really doing a sixty-second plank. Well, can we talk about that just for a second? Because yeah, sure. You did a push-up challenge a number of years ago, or maybe it was last year, and you had to go up by one push-up every single day. Um, it got big. Yeah, it got big. Yeah. Yeah, and so you go from doing something that appears to be very, very achievable just by doing two sets of thirty push-ups to get sixty out a day, um, to you know, by the time you get to two months in, you're doing. You know, I was doing like 300 push-ups a day. Yes, and the end result of that was that you injury. sustained an injury. Yeah, decent. And then I said to the Cairo, Margaret Tay, I don't know what's happened. She's like, what have you been doing? <laughs> I sounded so silly. I was like, oh, just you know, heaps of push-ups. And she's like, anything else? I was like, uh, no, not really. <laughs> Maybe like you've just gone a little bit too hard on one thing, you mono-obsessed freak. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't say that. I did, and um, you know, it's really, it's really, you know, but it's all relative though, because I'm sure there's people listening to this going, oh, well, sixty a day seems a little bit too much for for that person listening. So that's why I say, like, you've got to yeah. pick an activity and an, a number or a frequency that is really good for you. And then I would just say, go and find a buddy that is similar, like not five times as good, but yeah. just just a little bit better or a little bit uh, less developed. Uh, but not wildly different because that would make it a bit hard. But find something that you'd both feel excited to check in on. Um, it's a very good for your self-esteem, I think. Can I say that you could pick anybody, regardless of your form, ability, weight, shape, power, resistance ratios, all that sort of stuff. Just pick anybody or anybody or any group and establish a group that holds each other accountable. Now, Piercy... 
even in doing 30 uh, push-ups two times a day or 60 push-ups in a day, you sustained or flared up another injury. Mm-hmm. So you got injured again. Um, and tell us about that because the fixer for that was to not disengage from it, but it was because we had some expert advice within the group. You, you then learned that what you could do is still do something that would be good for you. Um, and enable you to heal at the same time. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, so some people may or may not know. I've got this. I've got a scoliosis in my spine, and it's round about you know somewhere near the chest plate. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. But it's like what I would just define as a weakness within my within my body. So under stress, if somewhere is going to go, it's this part of of the spine. And I was doing push ups on the beach one day, and uh, I just uh, I clearly I pushed it, and I was I was really annoyed because like ah. Oh, What's this going to mean? I'm going to lose. Con- I felt like when you hear sports people say it's no fun being in the rehab group because you feel so disconnected from the rest of the group, and it was one of the first times I was like, I really, I really like almost grieved not checking in every day. But then uh, Marcus Yo, previous guest of uh, 100 Not Out, good friend of ours, says stay in the group and and do a 60 second plank, and you know it doesn't have to be 60 seconds straight. I think I did 30, 30, and um, that was manageable and. I actually, that was so good and that's why I feel like this accountability is so important because we all have that in our life, uh, in, in all areas of our life where something happens and we disengage from something. So, I just think movement is such a point of conjecture in terms of um, uh, necessity. In, in our modern culture, movement is seen as a luxury item and, and mm. for many people, they see it as a chore. Well, mm. what if it was a, a, you know, a conscious choice that you made and you... You found someone, like again, if you want to be a sprinter, I wouldn't go and ask Carl Lewis to be your accountability buddy because I don't think he's going to care for it in the same way. So I think you need to have someone what that is in, invested as you, as you are in them. What's that? What that? if he's your brother? He might. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. But that's what I mean. Like in so our, in our group, there's a lot of, there's a lot of care and, and people have been personally referred in so if you went into some group don't get me wrong there are some great public groups of thousands of people and there's a lot of buy-in and people help out strangers and all the rest of it but i'm i'm more what i've enjoyed with our group is the actual um exclusivity of it it's just it's just you and me and 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 spin-offs personal spin-offs from there like um so i just think that's really important to because it means you can be vulnerable like like a lot easier i think anyway um and and it's it it sounds so silly but it has brought up a lot of what i felt like oh you know certain things i wasn't comfortable with with my movement like if i did hurt myself i probably would have just done nothing for two weeks and just said look i've got an injury i'm just going to do nothing um and even i didn't overdo it but just doing the isometrics was a great thing to still do something uh, and a bit of swimming as well. So I really just, you know, you and I talk about this all the time, but having a peer group that supports you in any area of life, in this example, movement, is just so key. And if people don't have a, an outcome, a goal for their movement for 2021, I would highly recommend they come up with one and find someone to um, do it with. Agreed. I Agreed. Now, here's another thing that's really important to understand is that regardless of what age you are, you're not as young as what you used to be. And the reason why I say that is because as a man, I still feel 18 years old until I'm not. And mm-hmm. so the other day on Sunday, I'll say, um, I actually, I will go back a whole week. A whole week ago on Sunday, on the Sunday before Sunday just gone, I was playing tennis with Jean-Claude, who is part of our push-up challenge and has done 
zero push-ups. Anyway, I thought that I would uh, go and play tennis with him, so I went and played tennis. And I'm running around the court like I was 18, and I felt great like I was 18 again, and I was smacking the ball, forehands, beautiful down the line, top spin. He's going, mate, when was the last time you played tennis? I'm going, 10 years ago. He goes, you're incredible. I go, I know. I'm going to go in the Australian Open. And <laughs> and then, bang, ping, I like I pulled a, a glute muscle. And I was like, oh, gee, that was really sore. I was like, how did you pull a glute muscle? Obviously, I was just feeling a little bit too tight. So I limped off the court after losing 6-4, and I was down 5-3 in the second. And um, I said to Amber, you need to rub my bum. <laughs> she rubbed my bum for me, which was really good, and it fixed. And so I thought, yeah, she's got magic hands. Anyway, I said, I um, I got better, which was good, but just have remained stiff. Anyway, so on Sunday, I said, Jacko, let's go play tennis, because we were staying at my brother-in-law's house, and he's got a tennis court. So I said, let's go out and play tennis. So we went and played tennis. And Jacko's uh, served up some rippers, and he's won the first game. Bang, I've served up some rippers. I've won the second game. And uh, in the third game, he's gone to lob me. I've gone up for a backhand overhead smash. And as I've leapt from the ground, it's gone ping in one of my adductors on the left, on my right-hand leg. And so I've pulled an adductor muscle in my leg. Now, just educate the people that are going, where is your adductor? Outside, inside, up high, down low. So let's say, for example, this is your leg. Um, and that's your. Um, it's going to have to be. This is your your pelvis. People are listening. This is <laughs> that's right. Well, it goes from your pubic bone to your knee bone, and uh, and so your pubic bone to your knee bone, and somewhere in the middle between my pubic bone and the knee bone, there was this tiny little um, rip that felt like I'd been punched while I was in the middle of the air in the middle part of my leg, and I, I went oh. And Jackson went, oh, I can't believe the ball went in. And I went, oh, no, I've actually hurt myself. And he's gone, oh, no, what have you done? I said, we can't play anymore, Jacko. He goes, oh, no, that's not good. So we walk inside, I ice it up and um, been to the physio and I've got a tear in my um, adductor longus, uh, which is a muscle that's really important for golf. So that meant that I had to cancel my golf on Monday and I had to cancel my golf today and I had a competition to play this afternoon and I've had to cancel that. Um, and I may or may not be able to play golf on Friday. Uh, and then I've got a competition next Saturday. And so I've got all these golf things happening. And so because I forgot that I wasn't 18, I've now pulled a muscle. The reason why I say that with regards to the push-up challenge is that there's some young guns in our group who still have physiques of 37-year-olds because they're 37. I'm 47. I don't want to be challenged to be doing 120 push-ups or 180 push-ups or 240 push-ups. Um, and I'm limiting myself to make sure that I do a, a, about as much as what my body can handle. Mm. Um, and at this point in time, I can do 50, let's just say 45 push-ups in a row, and then I've got to take a break, and I'm not going to push it too hard. Mm. And it's a good reminder to just go at the pace that you know you can go. This is a long-term game. So we're doing this for 365 days. So we're doing 365 days, 60 push-ups every single day, 21,840 push-ups. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Thanks, PC. 21,840 push-ups um, as a minimum. If you want to do more, that's fine. But we don't need to be setting each other the challenge to do more. We've just got to hold each other accountable to get what is easy enough to get done done, and that's 30 by 2 or 2 by 30, and that's what we've got to do. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I think for people that are thinking, okay, like, all right, what am I, what am I going to do this year? Um, 
a couple of things that I think you just said is, is really important. One, know your age. Like, yes, you're the same. And I still remember Tommy Hafey, episode two of 100 Not Out, said he still feels like he's 21 years of age. Yeah. God rest your soul, Tommy Hafey, you dead set legend. Um, but also, I don't know if it was you telling me this. Like, well, one, uh, know the compound interest of movement. So 60 a day times 365 is 21,840. Now, that's going to overwhelm some people. So 60 a day, that's going to overwhelm some people. Two sets of 30, that might be overwhelming. Three sets mm-hmm. of 20, if that's still overwhelming, six, six sets of 10. Yes. Or if that's too many, 12 sets, sets of five or four sets, whatever it is. So you've got to chunk this down to the smallest bite-sized piece that feels really doable. And then also remember, remember your biological age and don't, don't attempt to be, um, don't attempt to, to behave like an 18 year old. Like I always remember, um, Wang Dae Shun, the China's hottest grandpa that was on the catwalk age 79. And yeah. we were talking about him in the day after we were in the uh, Port Phillip Bay with Don Riddington. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and Wang Dae Shun was like, you know, um, you can, you can have many careers over and over and over, but as soon as you start telling yourself you're old, you begin to age. Yeah. And this is so important. Like, don't, don't buy into your age being old as in, Old in a negative sense. Like you can say you're old in a positive sense, as in old wisdom, experience, um, you know, resilience, strength, all, all the rest of it. But if you say I'm too old to do something, you will give yourself no chance to do what it is that you want to do. But if you yeah. do as Damo's talking about, which is to just know your limits and don't try and be a hero in any of your goals, whether it's financial, whether it's um, physical, spiritual. I mean, if you want to try and set a, a goal to meditate for six hours a day, like, it's it's like a hero goal. Like just mm-hmm. chunk it down to the smallest bite-sized piece that feels really achievable. And then that, when that becomes so embedded in your behavior that you want to add it, again, don't try and double it. Mm. Add 5% to it. Add 10%. Turn 60 to 61. Turn 61 to 62. And then as Tommy Hafey taught us, and this is you or someone was telling me this the other day, you will, you will reach a sweet spot. And people do this with money. They they find an income level where they go, you know what? I don't. I was talking to someone today. It's like he's an absolute. He's he's, he's very wealthy. He's like, I don't want to make ten million dollars a year. Like I'm actually really happy making two million dollars a year. I don't want to push and work a hundred hour weeks and do this and do that. And you're the same with even your career decisions. It's like I don't. I, I stop. I don't want to push. Like I've, I've gone through that phase of my life. It's time to just just to just to calm calm your farm. And I think it's really important that people recognise that. With their bodies and find the sweet spot. Tommy Hafey stopped at, I think it was 250 push-ups, some, some number. He didn't go to make it 500. He didn't try and double it. He just, yeah. and then he repeated that over and over and over and over again for years. Yes. And I think 80, 60, was it 600 sit-ups from memory or 100 sit-ups, whatever it was. I'm but too then there curious. Was the kilometers now, now of running and then the, kilometer, the kilometers of swimming. So he's doing all of that sort of stuff, but he found what worked. Um, and then just continue to do that. So he was able to get his body to a particular position or point, and then he maintained that by maintaining that level of exercise, which I think is really important as well. So we might get to a point. Let's say, let's say for example, PC, you go, I I'm going to step it up to 150 push-ups a day because I can handle it. Obviously, within our challenge, it's 100, it's 60 push-ups. Um, you're doing, you know, extras. Um, you'll get to a point where 150 or maybe you get to 140 and you go, you know what, 140 is where I feel sweet. And then you'll get your body to a point where that's easy as and you'll maintain your size and your shape based on that amount of exercise, which will be the same for everybody else, whether it's a I'm going to walk for a kilometer every single day 
which is 365 kilometers a year, or you might do two kilometers or three kilometers and it could be walking. Um, if it was Ravi, it might be running. If it's Maza, it could be swimming. Um, you know, if it's Pete, I'm not too sure. But if we look at everybody else who's watching this, we've got Helen and Debbie and Nicole and Pete and Linda and Julie. Like all these people here might have a different idea on what it is that they might set for a goal. But find your sweet spot and find someone who's going to hold you accountable to get just the bare minimum done for the whole of the year, for the mm. whole of the year. So for you, the year might start today, January 20. 2021 and it may then finish on January 20 2022 so that you've, you've completed the whole year but make sure you've got someone that actually with you to ensure that you're doing everything you need to do we're going to wrap this up but the sweet spot for Tommy Hafey was waking up at 5.20 running yep. for 8 k's 250 push ups was his sweet spot and 700 crunches and sit ups combined um, which he did at home whilst Maureen was making breakfast. Like, Amazing. so you don't have to, like, sometimes improvement is actually maintenance. Like a continuity goal of doing the same thing over and over again is, is, st- can, can still very much be growth. And I think that's just really important for people to recognize. Some people feel like they have to just grow and improve by adding every, every year. That's not, that's yeah. actually not the case. Um, so this has been really cool, Damo. I'm so glad we've been able to connect and talk about this for longer than two moments. So thank you. It was, you've started it and, uh, well done to you. And I really hope for all of our listeners, um, that, that don't have, um, an ongoing movement outcome for the year that you do choose something really wise and chunkable and, um, achievable and, uh, and, and experience the benefits of it, whatever it is that you choose to do. So, yeah. uh, Great stuff uh, to all of our listeners. We love you. We wish you the best 2021 ever. This is going to be a belter. Uh, episode 409 is done in seven weeks. It is the eighth birthday of 100 Not Out. Can you believe it? Episode 416 is eight years not out. Uh, I dare anyone who's listening to this episode for the first time to go and consume almost eight years of episodes in uh, in a binge. They do it on Netflix. Imagine someone goes, oh, hi, guys, I just found you. I've just uh, listened to you on double speed for four weeks on 400-odd episodes. Um, imagine that. Imagine. Oof. Imagine. Crazy. Um, we've Crazy. got some big announcements. I reckon we might make our big announcement on um, our eight-year uh, eight anniversary, but uh, we, see, what, we might do it a bit earlier. Why don't we... Why don't we just drop a little pebble in the ocean right now? Oh, we'll drop just it. talk okay. a little bit about it. Well, I'll, I, I'll drop a perfect pebble. Can I drop it? Can I? Can I suggest that? It's two words. I got two word pebble. Well, all right. So this is going to be on the podcast bit, and then when this when this live finishes, we'll just talk a little bit about it, a little bit more on Facebook, so that people can actually go to Facebook and see more about it. Okay. Um, all right. All right, is that okay? Yeah, yeah, cool. So, two word pebble is Byron Bay. Ooh. that's the pebble, and right. we'll we'll talk about it more in the Facebook group uh, shortly. This is the COVID, the COVID. Well, touch wood, it's the COVID safe haven of the country. It's pretty much <laughs> where everyone can come. Yes. Uh, Ballina Airport, which is just south of Byron, is the most 
It, it used to be a tin shed. Now it's like Tullamarine. It is now the busiest airport. in. <laughs> it's now international. <laughs> uh, they are still flying propeller planes into Ballina, but it is an international airport now. Um, all right, folks, to all of our community, we love you. Here's to an incredible 2021. To find out more about the great man, Damien Christoph, head on over to damienchristoph.com, myself, marcuspierce.com.au. Uh, thank you to Joseph Tomo, our wonderful editor, to everyone who makes this podcast possible. Until next time, folks, as always, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. Bye for now. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.